young athletes need the tools for success on the field and on the court. And now more than ever, in the arena of business. In the new era of name, image, and likeness, Athletic Architects is here for young athletes and parents to help prepare for your financial futures. Let Athletic Architects start helping you build your house. Visit buildthehouse.com and let's build together. You're listening to the Auburn Express. Powered by the Wall Report. All aboard the AM departure from platform 334, the Auburn Express. We're running on time and expecting no hiccups. Doing the work, hard work, to bring you the best Auburn sports content you'll find anywhere. It's me, your man Ike Jones, in here with your guy B. Will, Brian Harson, no longer the head football coach of Auburn University. I mean, listen, man. I'm going to let y'all get y'all comments off for sure here because the the very first super chat is my forehead, apparently. (laughs) Jimbo going to look good in orange. This is absolutely Absolutely not going to happen. Not. No. Not. Absolutely the F not. Absolutely not. (laughs) No, sir. Well, I will. I will. I I don't. I might shut the channel down. I might shut the channel down. I, I will not be participating very much. If if that was in fact true. All right. So let's talk about this. Be will your initial thoughts on everything. Appreciate everybody for jumping in, man. You're rocking with your boys, the war report, your initial thoughts. Uh, my initial thoughts are, I wonder if that Arkansas game did them in. I don't see how it didn't. I mean, so yeah. it did him in, in the, as far as when it happened. Yeah. 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 I don't I, see how I it think did. he was, I 41, think he was bro? probably gone. 41 was, points to Arkansas. Yeah. Yeah. I think he was gone at the end of the year anyway. Some of the things that were pointing to that were um, not opening up the football facility. Just just kind of a, a general malaise about things. It was business as usual for a while. Coming out of that bye, though, and I, we said this yesterday, that was the most disappointing effort coming out of a bye mm-hmm. that we've seen since I've been, maybe since 2012. I don't remember who we played after our bye in 2012. They might have fought like hell coming out of the bye. And made it a competitive game that we lost, but I don't remember us having many competitive games that year. So it seems like, and it feels like, looking that bad coming out of the bye, that was it. That was like, no, not even this last month. We're not waiting till December, whatever, when it turns, goes down by five million right now. And um, yeah, yeah, that was, we, we had been on for a while to say, we're not gonna bury the man in September. We're not going to bury him in February. We're not going to bury him in the summer. Let him have a go at it as he continues to try to do the job. That but that bye week, post bye week performance was so damning that you you can't do this job here. Not under these circumstances. Not here. It's not working. We are here yeah. now. We can. We'll probably wait before we start doing a who's the next coach content because we. I want. I want C in on it. I want Mike in on it we can have this full rounded conversation about where things are going to go next but we're here yeah i mean listen it is it was inevitable like you said i think uh the writing the handwriting was on the wall weeks ago that this was going to go down um 
you the the team oh man there will be something coming up on our website where i will kind of uh somebody from here i don't know if it's going to be me will kind of give a history of the brian harson tenure at auburn and all of the things that i think contributed to where we are today um and ultimately the downfall of the coach some would say the the downward spiral of the program. The program is definitely spiraling out of control. I don't think if you listened to me rant yesterday about the dysfunction that seems to be permeating Auburn football, you know what my feelings are right now about the program. Are all of those things squarely on the shoulders of Brian Harson? Absolutely not. But it does indicate that there have been problems uh, from an administration standpoint for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of those things stemming back to the previous athletic director in the administration. Like mm-hmm. we have issues. Mm-hmm. foundationally with Auburn football specifically mm-hmm. and Auburn athletics as a whole that we've got to get addressed with who's in charge, who's calling the shots and who has autonomy over what things. Right. And um, I think the first step in the positive direction for trying to figure this out was them getting on board with a new president, right? The new president was just ready to come in, take inventory of what's going on and figure out, who he wants to put in place for what things that president has put word out there of who they want to be the next athletic director and the next domino to fall was going to be what the previous athletic director and any athletic director with any brain would say is the crown jewel of Auburn's athletic department. And that's the football program, regardless right. of how good basketball is. The football program is the crown jewel. You have to have football. C-Dub jump, jumping in with us right here. <laughs> with the, the great facial expression, but um, you have to have your football program playing well and competing at a high level. I don't think that there's any way around that. See that I'm jumping in here. See what are your initial reactions to the news today? Brian Harson out as the head football coach of Auburn University. After I get C's comments, we will go to the comment section and start hearing from you all. Make sure again you hashtag get your weight up to get in on the He Gone T-shirt giveaway. Wow. Is, is really my, because this is really unprecedented when you go back and look at how Auburn has handled coaches. Mm-hmm. And I've said this even on our show, the guy who was close to getting fired, Terry Bowden, that guy resigned. Now you can argue that he was forced to resign, but it's a resignation nonetheless. Mm-hmm. Auburn has never fired a coach in the middle of the season. Now you can argue desperate times call for desperate measures. Auburn was in a situation with a coach that, had lost a lot of support. Any support he had going into the season, he had lost it a few weeks into the season. So with a new athletic director coming in, he got busy real fast. There was no wait to the end of the season, which I thought would likely happen. So for us to be here, I'm curious as the future of Auburn, and are we going to see some even more unprecedented decisions made? in terms of how they run the football program. Is this the beginning of something? Um, Evidenced by what's happened today. Um, Just based on how I know Auburn has handled these situations, they don't do stuff like this. Mm -hmm. They really don't. They wait to the end of the season, even though a guy may be gone. Now, the Auburn way was you already would be talking through back channels uh, to agents of coaches. You'll be getting that line up. We're always good about putting the cart before the horse. Mm-hmm. This time we actually address the horse issue first. Yeah. And so this is I'm curious as to the decisions that are going to be made in the subsequent weeks. If this is different 
today, I'm curious how different things will be moving forward. I'm playing the wait and see game. Yeah, I mean, listen, you have a good point. I think the new president is coming in and being the meticulous person that everyone thought that he was going to be and doing things in the correct order of operations. Look, if you're a mathematician, engineer, then you understand what the or- the correct order of operations is, which mm-hmm. is I'll handle getting to a new coach after I get done with this first coach. First and foremost, I need to have an athletic director in place and understand right. what that athletic director's vision is for where they want the sports program to be. All indications uh, seem to, to point towards that has been handled. The next order in the operations was get rid of this coach before I don't even want to put that on that AD's hands. I want to make sure he's secured, secure him, get rid of the current coach, allow his first act to be hiring his coach for, again, the crown jewel of the program. He's doing it all right. This seems to be exactly how you want to lay out the order of operations. He didn't put the blood on the hands of the new AD, but he made sure he had a clean slate walking in the door. You can't handle this any better, in my opinion, as a new president coming in and figuring out how you want the lay of the land to go. Um, We're going to jump into the comments here and we're going to I'm going to get some more reactions from you guys here in the panel. But Walt Taylor jumps in and he says, Choo Choo, a.k.a. the Joker. Um, <laughs> Lane train. <laughs> yeah. um, we, we'll definitely talk more about that. Um, those the two names that have come up the most have been Hugh Freeze and uh, and Lane Kiffin. We'll I'm going to jump off, fellas. Just I just wanted to say my quick piece. I don't want to yeah. be. I don't have 15 million waiting on me. If I get fired, I'm supposed to be working. <laughs> so I just want to say my piece. Love you guys. War Eagle to y'all. I'll be watching online. Holla, DC. All right. Uh, next up, we have B Wheels forehead jumping in. Is there truth to the new AD having full autonomy? This is actually something I wanted to address uh, because mm-hmm. I thought it was interesting that the rumor is that the athletic director coming from Mississippi State, which is it's so interesting. We're playing Mississippi State this weekend and we're likely hiring away the athletic director from that program. But the rumor is that that Part of what that athletic director has at stipulations, which is something that we've talked about with the new coaching, is they wanted hands off of their programs. If I'm going to come in here and I'm going to be the athletic director at Auburn University, I have final say of what happens with the athletic programs at Auburn University. That was part of, again, this is rumors. I don't know. I, I, and y'all know me. I don't like to substantiate rumors unless I feel very accurate about what I'm hearing. And what I've heard is a lot of what delayed this being officially announced was in part of the negotiation process, some guarantees that y'all gonna let me run this. Right. I'm going to run my athletic programs how I want to run them. Let me do my thing. And if that's the case, and if that athletic director has full autonomy, number one, you don't get to hear any of the it's such and such's fault. It falls directly on his desk. But number two, that means the coaching hire is someone that he stamps fully as well. Very interested to see what he what direction he wants to take with that coaching hire. Thoughts on this one, B? Yeah, and my first thought was good. Good. And this is what we thought about, well, really the head coach, but I'm glad to see that the athletic director has bowled up to this extent as well. I know what y'all do. No, put it in writing. Put it in writing that I am running this, that I am taking suggestions from you as I want to. You can make a suggestion just like anybody in my office can make a suggestion or 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 offer up a name or, or an idea. I am making these decisions. It's my job, not yours. Put it in writing. Get out of my way. I love that. Yeah, I I definitely love if that was, if again, if all of those things are true, I love that right there. Um, CM Taco says, 
I like Dion and Freeze, but I think Kiffin would be a good fit. If Dion had more years of coaching experience, I would go with him. Um, listen, Dion Sanders is an energetic personality that will definitely help you with young athletes bringing them in. Deion Sanders only works if he has the right staff with him, though. Um, right. Deion by himself is good energy for your program to be a good, sustained program. I, I don't see Dion as a great X's and O's guy. But then again, I don't see, and I, I know, listen, I don't see Nick Saban as a great X's and O's guy. Right. Nick Saban was energy and momentum that Alabama needed when they had when they needed it. Right. So I'm not opposed to a Deion Sanders hiring, um, but ultimately I don't get a decision in this. But um, I just I'm not sure that it's going to happen for a lot of reasons. But this new athletic director and president, if all of these things are true and the synergy is correct, that does open the door for a guy like Deion to take a job like this because they would let him run his program his way. Right. I, I agree with that. I, I know people want freeze. I know people like the idea of Kiffin. I I don't like the idea of retreads. When I say retreads, I mean conference retreads. And it's not that that can't be successful. I mean, Tubbs came from Ole Miss, but it, it's really a new day and age. And we know who these coaches are. I think what Auburn needs is still somebody who can build. Dion has his own momentum. He brings his own momentum. He brings his own audience cheering and, and energy and excitement. And that excitement is great to kickstart it. I have no idea what that looks like four years down the road, five years down the road, if the position group hires aren't correct mm-hmm. and the fan base is clamoring at you. Like J- Jackson State is a situation that we talked about with uh, Mark Stoops at Kentucky and really Ole Miss with uh, Lane Kiffin. There are a couple of places where they'll be like, listen, you are definitely the best thing we could ever have here. Whatever you want is fine. Except we know that Dion fixes problems we have had over several years, which is energy and recruiting. What if the success does not follow? Dion Sanders ain't finna have y'all bad talk to him. He's gonna man, shut up. <laughs> prime, Auburn is prime time. Right. And then the but how's the fan base gonna feel about that? It's gonna work up front. It's definitely gonna work. The the talent boost would be phenomenal. The the energy around the program would be phenomenal, but how 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 is that going to work when it doesn't work? And that's why I don't know if it's the best fit because I don't know if Dion does anything, but eh, I'll see y'all later because a lot of people want Dion. Anybody will want Dion just for the simple fix that Dion provides right now. I think there would be a, a different hire that makes more sense because there's somebody who would be long-term that hopefully what we're getting here is a pat die, not in style or, or uh, approach, but is going to be here, is going to have success and enough success where he gets to retire on his own terms. That's the type of coaching hire we want here. I don't know if that makes sense for Deion Sanders to be tied down to Auburn long enough to be a man and get a statue. Like that, I don't think that makes sense for Deion because he can make his fortune doing almost anything and has already made a fortune. I think it makes more sense to get somebody who football is their bread and butter, would be, and they're in it for that type of long haul. And that's why I question the hire um, for, for uh, with Deion Sanders. But Freeze and Kiffin are, I think we're stretching for what we know they probably can do. I don't think Lane Kiffin's a great head coach. I don't. I think he brings some of that instant recruiting, instant, oh, he's a mouthpiece. He's going to keep it exciting. But I don't know what he can do long-term. He's never done it long-term. Yeah. I, I, I don't know what. 
We would be guessing with anybody, but the difference is if you go small conference or up-and-comer first, you get potential and you don't pay a jillion dollars to get them. And I think that there's, there's more value there. Yeah, uh, I, 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 so that's, I think that's the thing. It's the question is uh, the longevity of a Dion hire for me. It's not necessarily right. what, what energy it will bring to the program immediately. It absolutely will. Um, but who, how long do you have Dion Sanders? Is he a rental? Um, right. and, and, and here's my thing. I don't necessarily have an issue with a rental because we need a stopgap. And right. so if Dion's going to be a good stopgap, we just need to have a long-term plan. If he decides this isn't a long-term solution for him, that needs to be a conversation before you hire him. Right. Hey, how many years do you really have committed to Auburn contingent upon blah, 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 this and this and that so that you can have a plan to get out of that situation if you need to. So right. um, I'm at this point, because of the what I've seen thus far, I'm trusting the decision of the president and hopefully this new AD will have. Listen, Mississippi State's programs have moved in a positive direction since he's been the right. AD there. Right. Um, so he knows how to run an athletic department. Uh, so I don't have an issue with that hire either. We can definitely talk more about that hire specifically. But today we are talking about the dismissal of Coach Brian Harson and thoughts that we have on that. Going back to the chat here, we've got Cleveland Brown jumping in and said, Cohen came in swinging with an axe, deuces Harson. Again, I don't think that this is a Cohen decision. I do think that yeah. President Roberts made this decision so that Cohen didn't have to. Yeah. Uh, but I do think that the hire of Cohen was the domino that needed to fall before Brian Harson. That coupled with the Arkansas loss in the fashion that it was coming off of a bye week. Yeah, and I think that the the the, the press statement that we got from the from the university said after taking an exhaustive look at all these mm -hmm. factors, President Roberts made this decision. Yep, he came to this conclusion. So this was very, you're my guy. Mm -hmm. You're gonna go. We got some months to figure the rest out. Yep, that's exactly what it was. Listen, again, I, I like, I know people wanted this to happen weeks ago. I like the fact that he took his time to inventory things to say, all right. And, and apparently they had a conversation with him like, look, you've got to get this together. And the first effort, that's like, look, me and B got kids. That's <laughs> like you sit down with your son and you're like, hey, listen, you, you, you effing up. I need to see something better. And literally the first thing that that kid does when you turn around is go throw poop on the wall. And you're like, hey, you know what? Yeah. Yeah, we're going yeah, to have to handle this. Because I just, I don't know. I, well, clear, I wasn't clear in what my expectations were. Let me try this a different way. <laughs> you, weren't, you weren't hearing that. We just yeah. going to pony up this 15 and let you on up out the door. Yeah, yeah. And that, that appears to be what it was. But again, this is at least the proper order of operations. We're, we're seeing some form of, of cohesiveness between the president, the new AD hire, and then the dismissal of Brian Harson. So let's see where we go from here. Yeah. Um, Todd, nah, excuse me, excuse me, Justin Crumpton, sorry, reassure me that uh, Cohen with ties to UK is not going to go after Mark Stoops. I don't know who he's going to go after. Um, you could do worse than Mark Stoops. I don't know that Mark Stoops is a good decision. <sighs> But you could definitely do worse than Mark Stoops. Um, he does not, for me, move the needle the way that we're talking about with recruiting, though. Right, right. Um, so I, I am not a fan of Mark Stoops. But, I, well, I'm not a fan of Mark Stoops for this job. I think Mark Stoops is great for Kentucky. Right. If Mark Stoops had the returns at Kentucky versus the expectations of his teams that he would have, and if, if you... 
swap the name of the jersey from Auburn to Kentucky, Mark Stoops probably would have been fired already. Right. Yes. He wouldn't have made it this far in to get to a Will no. Levis. Because yeah. he had some very mediocre seasons. So. Yeah. Uh, so, I again, I don't have anything against Mark Stoops, Kentucky fans, whatever. Uh, if you're here, you know, eavesdropping, Mark Stoops is great for you guys. that's about as much as i could give you on that one um next we got here joe kyle what's up joe man appreciate y'all with the super chats man keep those coming in but joe kyle says i think the timing stinks we are in a huge mess now recruiting retention boosters run this program and we are 36 and 35 in the sec since nick marshall finished we are definitely moving in the wrong direction as a program I don't and, and and to your point, Joe Kyle, I don't know that the timing is great, but I don't know. And I've I've said this for weeks. When is a good time to fire a coach? Early recruiting, you need to make some momentum because more and more of these kids are making their decisions about where they want to go to school and they're signing during that early recruiting period. There's a lot of pressure between NIL and what a, a lot of the major teams are doing. As far as when I say major teams, the ones that are finishing at the top of the recruiting rankings perennially are doing to get kids into their program. You've got to make the push for that next tier of athletes super quickly. And with the turmoil that was around our football program, I don't know how you make up any ground in that other than making a change. I just don't know what you do in order to make up that ground quickly, other than saying we're committed to changing what we've seen. I know that you as recruits who have come to Penn State, come and watched us play against LSU, came this weekend to see us get dismantled by Arkansas, can't be happy with what you saw. So you know what? We're making the commitment to move in a different direction. Stick with us if you've been with us already. That's going to be the big problem, and that's what – um. I want to pivot to as far as the conversation um, and I'm going to get your thoughts on this and this next comment be will. I think the timing was going to be the end of the year. I think mm-hmm. the performance this past weekend forced everybody's hand. Nah, that's, that's bad. It, it said that Roberts was evaluating it, but he had seen every game this season. He knows right. what football means down here. I think that performance coupled with um, you saw if I talked about it physically, the look of the players to realize that, man, we spent two weeks and got handled like this. We suck. I was in the midst of doing watch the film when this news broke. So, like, I was, like, recording it. And I was like, oh, wait, hold up. Film could wait. We'll, yeah. I'll get you guys. Uh, those of you who are patrons, I will get you watch the film stuff tomorrow. So, I'm not going to spend a whole bunch more time today because school's going to be out soon. And my son's going to be here. I ain't going to have time to. Tomorrow, I'll get watch the film to you <laughs> if you even care because Brian Harson <laughs> isn't here anymore. I really but don't I, care now at all. <laughs> I'm, I'm not even I will make that commitment that I will get that to you. Um, but Ben Bluntworth says genius move by the AU president to fire Harsha immediately after the AD hire to undercut negative reactions. Agreed 100 percent. Um, Wolby jumps in and said there is an up and coming coach at UCF. This is completely true. T. Will is doing a great job as defensive coordinator at UCF. Mm. So I hope he continues <laughs> to do that. Um, Lisa Daniel Lance will not be a good hire. He wants the Alabama coach. I'm thinking that means uh, maybe Lane is what which they were going for oh, here. Yeah, I think he wants that the head coaching job at Bama, I guess what they're saying. Okay, gotcha. Do Dies a Lot says, we need someone who wants to be here for the long haul and will have success. We don't see need, need someone who will see Auburn as a stepping stone. I agree partially. We talked about this a little bit with the Dion thing. I can see someone who would be a short-term stopgap 
if that person is going to be committed to getting us moving quickly. Now, if we want someone for the long haul, that means we need to be recommit. We need to be committed to tearing it all down and starting over. Right. And so you you kind of like I I well, don't well, we're, know we're halfway there with the tear down. But go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, but I'm saying I don't know that there's a hire who can do both concurrently in the time frame that Auburn fans want to see it happen. Right. So I'm glad you said that. Is if three to five years is your standard time. If you get somebody in here and it's ugly in year one, I don't want to hear people all up in arms like, listen, we needed a reset because this year has gone as badly as anybody could have foreseen and as, as most people did foresee outside of Auburn. So you, you, you have to be okay with whatever happens short term to build to the long term. We would have told you the same thing. We did tell you the same thing when, when Hartz was hired. Anybody who comes in here, I saw Oklahoma fans all up in arms about how bad they looked. I I'm not judging Brett Venables by year one. I'm not judging any head coach by year one, especially with the transfer portal and how it e just as easily tears down teams. If you want to slow build it, slow build it. But you give your person a minute and we have to be committed to that short term. Say, hey, you know what? As long as everybody looks like they're they're engaged, the players look like they're trying, we're, we're filling gaps in the transfer portal, but we're missing early on some targets because we didn't have the full ramp up. Give them those two to three years. I just want people to be patient, give the guy two to three years, whoever the guy is, and I think that uh, there is a good hire to be made. I would like a long-term hire more than a short-term hire because, I don't know, uh, I don't think it does well if you have a personality that people are committing to, and that's really where Prime comes in. They're, they The commitment boost would be to the person, not the school. Yeah. It would be to the person and not the school. It can grow and be to the school, but the short term, it would be to the person at the school. The person leaves. Now we're left like, well, who are we going to get? Now we were the cool spot. We had the coolest head coach in the country. And now we are no longer the cool spot. Now we are the, the traditional spot, the sure thing, uh, the, the thing that you can count on if you're an Auburn fan, if you're an Auburn student. But that's not what was being sold for two years. So now you have to find a new identity as a university for your football program. If you get the right head coach, you can do that and build for the long term. And that's why I'm, I'm always going to be a fan of the long term. I see some people saying in here that Janoris Wilson just decommitted from Auburn. Listen, guys, this is going to be this is part of it. You can't get rid of the coach and potentially the staff and not have decommitments in the class. We just let, this is something you just need to be braced for. It's going to happen. Yeah. Um so Listen, I hope we keep we can maintain a lot of these guys, but it's just going to be unlikely that that the class that as it is stands right now is going to fall apart until we get like and just because he decommitted doesn't mean he can't recommit. These people want to know that they're going somewhere where the people who recruited them will still be there. um, And he's likely going to go like whoever was second on his list is probably just jumped up now. So right. it is what it is. Walt Taylor jumps in here, says, here is why I like Kiffin. He knows how to work the portal. He can recruit old and new school style. Uh, he needs to bring a great D.C., which he can get at Auburn, and he can win a championship at Auburn. Thoughts on this one? He does know how to work the portal. <laughs> he does. He can recruit. Sure. Um, there is something to be said for Lane in an Auburn suit can do more than he has done up to this point. I mean, FAU, he was instantly where all the castaways from SEC programs started going quickly. 
Uh, we lost one or two one, well, when they left here. I remember Kyle Davis, wide receiver. We got him in 2015, 16, something like that. Got kicked off the team and went to FAU. So he he knows how to get the attention of people who are on their second leg. I don't I don't know if he can just recruit straight up yet. I mean, Matt Corral transfer. Uh, this guy uh, right I mean, now. Listen, the vast majority transfer. of the guys that are contributing right now for Ole Miss are, for, came from the transfer portal. Right. And I, I think there's some fool's gold there because you are very thin if you're only pulling in transfers. That's really the biggest problem. Now, because of what the transfer portal has become, it's not just grad transfers. You can get a guy who's got three years of eligibility left. And well, we heard it from uh, Steve who joined us when we played Ole Miss that week. He said, well, these are guys that we has now. These are two and three year guys. So next year would be the year that Ole Miss really looks to take the biggest step, supposedly. So I don't know if Lane waits around for that. Uh, if he's like, hey, well, I started something here and I'm really close, so just give me a minute. Maybe mm-hmm. he does do that. I, I think I know Lane can do it in the transfer portal. I've watched him crap the bed in a couple of games with this fourth down nonsense. I, I don't know, like, that's, the, that's the thing that I of, often caution fans about. Like, is there the 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 outrage that they have about coaching decisions that are made. And then you say you want Lane Kiffin. And it's like, Lane does a lot of this same stuff, y'all. Like, he's a great offensive mind. Great. Right. Some of his in-game decisions, I'm like, what are we doing right now, Lane? Right. Yeah, uh, Lane, and he, yeah. he, he's prone to lose a couple of them that he probably could have won had it not been for those decisions. But I, again... This is not a comparative analysis as to whether or not I think Lane Kiffin is a better hire than Coach Harson. I'm just talking about who will right. be the best coach for Auburn today. Right. I don't know the answer to that, and I don't know if that's Lane Kiffin. Right. Um, but I, I, I wouldn't be totally against Lane Kiffin as the coach, right? Like, right. I'm not going to be sitting here like, man, I can't believe we hired Lane Kiffin. I'd be like, right. okay, let me see who his DC is going to be, and let right. me see what these recruiting classes going to look like. Yeah, and I, 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 know, I, know, I know that offense going to put up points. Yeah, I, I do think there are some immediate positives to Lane that he solves a few problems, but I I don't know if there's a better solution out there yet. I'm, I'm with you. Next up, Blake Robinson jumps in and he says, "War damn eagle, it was time. It sucks because I had hopes for Harson and he and had his back in February. Unfortunately, reality set in for me in recent weeks. I'm on the Lane train. No disrespect to Prime. So let's talk about this conversation as well." Being, having Harson's back, at least from my standpoint in February, was more so about how he was treated and not about how well I thought he was going to coach. Right. I didn't know how well this season was going to go. I was hopeful that we would have a good season, considering all of the things that I was hearing from both coaches, players, and administration. But I have no idea whatsoever how that was going to go. I hated how it was being pictured or being placed uh, as far as the the narrative that was being thrown out there about Coach Harson, I just didn't think that that was fair. Right. I'm all for being fair to a person, and that's it. So I think that there's room to say I had his back in February. This needed to happen today in October, right. you know, going into November. Both of those things can be true in the same universe, and I think that there's room for those things to be true. 